0: Alright, welcome to Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewer's Pizza, Orange Park and Clay County's only brew pub, and partnered with Big Cat Country. This is Corey.
1: Hey guys, what's up? It's
0: Derek. Hey, what's up guys?
1: It's JK3. Hey,
0: really quick, if you guys don't mind, if you're listening out there on an iPhone or an iPad or on your Mac, and you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. We've gotten quite a few in the last... Uh, week. We really appreciate that. You guys stepped up. Thank you so much. It just helps us get a little bit more recognition. And we always post them on uh, Twitter and stuff when we get them too. So we really appreciate it. Um, so really quick, it's a, it's a little late after the Bills-Jags game, but I still did want to have like a little banter on the, um, the atmosphere down there because it was definitely crazy. Uh, JK3, I know you were down there uh, doing some tailgating because you're into that kind of thing. Do you want to walk us through your, your experience uh, with the, the Bills fans and the overall atmosphere outside the stadium?
1: Uh, man, it was awesome. I got down at like 745, eight ish. So it was really good. Uh, both city brigade was there in full effect. There was a bunch of bills fans there. Uh, it was, it was pretty good, man. I was feeling really, really good about our, um, you know, our odds as far as outnumbering them. I thought they put out a lot of fake news about their numbers, about how many bills fans that were there and everything. So they started to kind of scatter in, and it was okay, nothing crazy. I still see some Zubas. Saw Marcus Stroud, Bill's Jersey, which was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> so it, I saw the Zubas and everything. It was kind of crazy. And then all of a sudden, this charter bus like comes in, and it parks next to the Tailgaters parking lot where the uh, BCB is, and it was literally swaying back and forth. It was crazy. It was swaying back wow. and forth, and I was like, all right, this is this is, this is is getting kind of interesting. I wasn't able to uh, grab tickets for the game. I wasn't able to scout, so I went over to uh, uh, Intuition, and Lot X is where they were. Literally, like a sea of blue and red and Lot X, uh, people getting thrown through. T- I saw somebody get thrown through a table. So that, <laughs> that was actually kind so of cool. It, it was a woman. It was a woman, too. They threw her off the top of this uh, I want to say, like a party bus, like a limousine, like a uh, uh, like a black party bus type thing. And they threw her off the top of it, and it was the craziest thing I've ever seen.
0: Oh, my God. That's like uh, you might have witnessed crimes down there when you were down uh, watching all that stuff. Derek, what did you think? I mean, I, you uh, watched the game on TV, right?
2: Yeah, you know, I had a little one in hand. Um, watched, watched the game. It, it uh, Yeah, fake news, all that fake junk about they outnumbered fans. Uh, you really didn't have to go anywhere to really get some experience of it because it really started Saturday night on social media. Like when they tore up the one bar or outside the bar in the parking lot off of San Jose and Mandarin. I'm like, oh wow, they're all the way out here tearing stuff up? Okay. Uh, you know, obviously they probably went to the beaches or not, but hey, guess what, man? At the end of the day, Thanks for the economic uh, boost, uh, Bills fans. Stimulus. And, uh, yeah, the little stimulus, you know, and uh, on to the next one. And that's it. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we were in there, my daughter and I, and, and there was definitely, you could see the the blue and red, but uh, the only time in which I actually heard them uh, really make a lot of noise was like the first offensive possession by us. But otherwise, it was really kind of muted. It wasn't much different than the Seahawks' presence, I didn't think. Yeah. Um, but definitely some weird people and I think I saw the the example of the pants that you guys were talking about because I sent you a picture I think of a guy was that was that the style of pants that you were talking about like those kind of yes. men's men's yoga pants or something is that how you describe it
1: i pajama pants with uh, like zebra striped they're they're
0: hideous Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was definitely pretty interesting, but we won't harp on that too much. First playoff win in quite a while. That was super exciting, but now we're looking ahead to the Steelers this coming Sunday. Couple little quick hitters. Uh, what'd you guys think of Marone and Campbell getting the honors for the AFC? Thumbs up, two thumbs up. Well deserved.
2: Really, you know, well deserved. Uh, who would have thought the Jags would be 10 and six? Who would have thought that a, uh, you know, 30, 31-year-old, I'm not sure how old Calais Campbell is, but, you know, he's been in the league eight, ten years, will come to a new team and get double-digit sacks. That usually doesn't happen. So, um, hey, hard work pays off. And, you know, Marone and, you know, coaching staff have definitely changed the culture of this team along with the players. So hats off to both of them.
1: It's it's crazy to see too, I mean, not only for them to get AFC, you know, coach of the year, which was nuts, um, defensive player of the year, which was crazy, but the amount of all pro first team and second team and the amount of pro bowlers that we have, it is hopefully they don't get to play in the Pro Bowl. But I mean it's just take, takes you to you know it just lets you know how much uh, this team has has invested how much the culture changed, like you said, Derek, and just all in all how good of a team we really have. So hopefully, uh, a lot of those key pieces are still here uh, for for a couple of years to come. And you know, this is just the beginning of Saxonville.
0: Well, remind me, is so there's AFC and NFC, but did, did they have like an overall defensive player of the year award? Does that I mean, is that something that Campbell would be uh, eligible for? You think or
2: Yeah, he could be. Um he could be. There's a you know, AFC, NFC, you know, MVP, you know, all those awards. Uh, I don't know if he'll get it or not. You know, national media, uh, they they tend to you know dislike the Jags because of a small market and just the fact they don't like the team. I think like uh, the AFC like Coach of the Year. I don't know if if the AP plays a part of it or if coaches play a part of it. If they both do. But if you have more internal voters coming from like the other 31 teams voting for those awards, we stand a good chance. But if it's the, if it's the AP, the associated press, you can pretty much forget about it. Um, we just, we're just not well
0: liked. Especially with (laughs) Baselli these last couple of days. (laughs) Do you think that's going to hurt? Do you think that's going to hurt his Hall of Fame chances by, by getting that kind of, because we think it's funny, but he actually got a lot of negative publicity for saying that stuff about Chris Sims. I, I do because of the fact of who Chris Sims dad is. Okay.
2: He's going to go tell daddy and daddy's going to go call his buddies. You know, 1010 talked about it. I mean, First of all, you know I know we're talking about the Steelers and coming up the Jags. I'm gonna go on like a 10 second tirade. Chris Sims, you're trash, man. You you trash. You garbage. Okay, you gar you were garbage at Texas. You only got there because of what your last name is. Okay, so you trash. So then when you got somebody who actually is legitimately sticking up and who actually's been in the trenches and played the game, I don't know if I'd take it to the point where you almost died, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know he's trash. He's always been trash. You know, why don't you, you know, you, you join in the Dan Levitar show. You got to join someone else's show because you you can't get your own credentials, although, you know, you think you know what you're talking about. Hell, we're doing a fan podcast, and us three know more about the game than your punk butt does. So, sorry, (laughs) he's trash, dude. He's trash. No, I've I've always hated Chris Sims, man. Just the way he used to run his mouth when he was at Texas, when Oklahoma used to beat him down every year. I used to love every minute of that, and I hate Oklahoma uh, in college football. So, hey, he's garbage.
0: Next. (laughs) Man, you hate Chris Sims, that's for sure. Yeah,
2: I don't like Chris Sims, man. I don't like him at all.
0: Huh. Yeah, I thought the Baselli shot was pretty, uh, pretty funny. Uh, the Marone for that. Yeah, well, it'll definitely. It doesn't look great, uh, and uh, his timing <laughs> is really his timing really good. But the Jags doing so well, you almost feel like it's like the perfect storm. And then for him to say something like that, you hope it doesn't uh, derail him. Uh, oh, and the other thing too, Marone, the AFC head coach of the year. We were talking about that. They did the. Uh, they always do a coach focus each game on the. Um, scoreboard where they'll like show statistics on the coach and some background information that's the second time I heard the Bills fans in the stadium they booed so loud when Maroon came up on the scoreboard it was uh it was pretty noticeable I thought that was kind of funny it has to suck for them for him to come and and win like that uh all right so with the uh and then the other thing too really quick Eagles Jags London game in 2018 that was announced and I think Derek I, I thought it was rumor but I guess you said that the Jags Cowboys Thanksgiving game is potentially uh confirmed now
2: uh, yeah, I think so. Um, it just it, it makes sense, you know. You, you can't look at it from a competition aspect. You know, you got to look at it from a money, you know, economic aspect. You know, they they're gonna want two markets that have a large television, large population watch the game. The Cowboys used to play the Dolphins a lot on Thanksgiving, uh, and hint the Leon Let you know goofball fumble play um, years ago. So it just, it just makes economic sense to both have both teams play, especially if the Jags are coming off a playoff, you know, year. Uh, Super Bowl. You know, we have a, sp- <laughs> hey, okay. hey, 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 uh, I-, I wish that would happen. I really do. Um, but it just, it just makes sense. And, you know, and consman has been begging and begging for a national stage game. Um, and you know we we could fun, we deserve one you know dang it we deserve more than one we deserve two or three of them so uh, I I can't wait for that because I think the Cowboys are self imploding and besides Ezekiel Elliott the rest of them are you know they're just you know, not even caring right carrying right now and Zeke's just playing for that contract so
1: I mean if that does happen I mean if this does happen what kind of matchup would that be Des Bryant and and Jalen Ramsey. That would be that so would be, serious. That would be like, that would be un, unreal. Uh, Des Bryant versus Jalen Ramsey um, coverage, man, that would be just awesome. Well, I hope he
2: stays there because, you know, there's been talk that he might leave because they want him to restructure. And he's like, you know, Des Bryant's like, no way. So, yeah,
0: they were talking about that on 1010XL the other day is that if he left that they would try to pick up uh, Allen Robinson.
2: I don't know about all that. I mean, the problem isn't the receiver. It's the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott, um, and Dak Prescott has had better numbers than Bortles, Okay. So I'm not going to sit here and compare them, but offensive coaches do things to hide players' weaknesses. Any coach would. Right. But the thing about it is NFL defenses are very, very smart and they're very, very fast. They're going to adjust. They're going to pick up. And they've adjusted to Dak Prescott. Um Bortles, nobody one, no one's really had to adjust to him. He's just <laughs> been Bortles. So
0: I mean he's got a better uh, record. He's got a better record in the NFL playoffs than LeBron James, so uh, <laughs>
1: LeBron 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 Bortles. <laughs> LeBron Bortles, yeah.
2: So no, you know, it's just it, it's uh it's not I don't see Allen Robinson going there. I mean, maybe for if he chases money, sure, because Jerry Jones will open up the checkbook to get anybody. But I don't think, see, Allen Robinson doesn't have that type of show showmanship that uh, Jerry Jones wants. You know, he I could see this, and Jags fans might not like to hear this. I could see the Cowboys trying to make a run for Jalen Ramsey. Hmm. It's all about showmanship. It's all about showmanship. He could care less about talent. Jerry Jones wants players that put butts in the seats, not really necessarily who gets them gets them W's. <laughs> now Stephen Jones has taken over over the years, so uh, I know we're getting way off tangent here, but it's just I, I don't I don't see the whole Allen Robinson thing. I, I would see someone else that you know is more flashy.
0: By the way, I think Bortles got that. His comment about like LeBron James, you know, people out there still think LeBron James sucks, even though he's obviously like the best player or one of the best players in the NBA. I got his point on that. I think people were a little confused in thinking that he was trying to compare himself to LeBron James, right? Like you guys got that, right? You got his overall point. What he was trying to say. He's in a he's in
1: a situation right now where he can't say anything. Whatever whatever he says, people are going to run to it. Right now, he's you know a, a target. For the NFL for some, or for everyone in the NFL for some reason. Uh, he's not getting the respect, uh, you know, or the gamesmanship. And it's not even like the thing I don't understand is why. Cause he's, it's not like he's out there. He's not a, he's not a trash talker. Um, you know, he's not a prima donna quarterback. Uh, for, to what I know, I mean, he has. I think the beach bars whole thing is stopped. But I mean, why would they even (laughs) (laughs) why would they even, you know, bring that up? I I just don't get why he keeps getting these shots thrown at him. And that little thing that he said about LeBron was just unbelievable how the media just took that and just ran. I mean, complete left center field Mm. with that.
0: So Derek, Mm -hmm. well, well, well. It looks like uh JK three has a similar opinion as to what I had last week, that it was you seem to think that Blake deserves all this stuff, but it, it doesn't. It don't you think at this no. point that it's like too much? There's no, okay. he doesn't he doesn't do nearly enough I don't, to get this much. I don't think he deserves
2: what he's gotten this week. Okay, because some of it's just ridiculous. Now and remember what I said after that. There's one thing to solve this: go win the whole stinking thing. Yeah. Okay. There's there's one there's one way to shut people up: shut me up, shut every shut everybody up go in the whole stinking thing okay only then will you you know will people it won't have a leg to stand on now football's a little bit different than basketball i get you know why he said it and all that but um you know super Bowls are just you know they're harder to get because you know you can't you know NFL actually has a true you know salary cap as opposed to the NBA they just paid a stupid luxury tax um so they just hop on teams and try and get rings but it, it it just it just nothing else needs to be said. You know he doesn't need to worry about anybody else. He just needs to go play Pittsburgh on Sunday, beat them, you know, shut their defense up. I heard some of their players are talking about the New England game next week. They they're just they're just overlapping that they got a game on Sunday. They're like when we get to New England next week. I'm like, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah well and i just texted you guys a picture i saw off reddit of blake portal's face superimposed over michael vick's madden 2004 cover <laughs> <I thought laughs> that was funny <laughs> it's like the re- jaguars reddit page like they're the picture that's up there right now um anyway all right so steelers game this coming sunday uh jk3 you're actually going to the game so tell us how that uh, transpired and what your uh, itinerary looks like and, and what your plan is
1: man so uh my, my buddy joey uh and I, we've been uh, talking about uh, you know going to an away game, and he goes to a bunch of away games. Um, you know, he, he doesn't have a family or any real responsibilities or anything, so <laughs> he can <could> just pick <laughs> up and leave. Uh, but he uh, he actually works for the Jacks Pack, and um, he texted me uh, after the game and was like, Pittsburgh, let's do it. And I said, All right, man, if we can get the the money right and everything, I, I, I'm definitely down. So we were able to, you know, just go get a get a Spirit flight out of uh, Fort Lauderdale, It's about a 4-hour drive. Uh we're going to fly out on Saturday morning and then uh just take it in some of the local Pittsburgh fair. Going to have me a a, a burger, uh, going to eat that for good luck. Uh you know some stuff like that and then it's supposed to be 19 on Sunday. So I have no idea how I'm going to survive. Uh, uh that I I guess from everyone's telling me just layer up. And I don't think that's going to work. But, I mean, it's just going to be uh, a, definitely a bucket list item for me to be, one, at a Jaguar playoff game, but two, in a hostile environment. Um, Ten years ago, hopefully we get to repeat some history.
0: We kind of talked about this beforehand, but you're going to have, like, a, a backup plan in case we win so that you can safely exit the uh, stadium without getting, like, fought or anything, right? Absolutely not.
1: No, I will be in teal. I thought about wearing my white Jaguar jersey. I was like, nah, if Pittsburgh wears white. mm I thought about wearing my black one, said, no, I'm not going to wear black because they can wear black too. So I'm going in teal. I'm going to look like a big teal snowball, uh, basically. And, uh, it's just going to be a good time. man. I'm sitting right behind the Steelers bench too, 50 yard line. So, uh, it's, there's going to be a lot of heckling coming from me. So it'll be, it'll be Ooh.
0: awesome. Yeah. But what did you say? What did you say your, uh, last dying wish was or your dream was that you uh, told us?
1: <laughs> go, go ahead. It, if, if, if it does happen, then I hope this isn't like, a precursor <laughs> to my demise that, oh, would, that would be, can you imagine? be scary you, could you play it at my funeral <laughs> <laughs> can but, you imagine uh, if i go out man what other way to go out in a teal jersey uh you know you guys can take my ashes and sprinkle them in the saint
0: john's river man I'm, <laughs> Oh, geez. oh geez. <laughs> so you're saying you're it's not your dream i guess what would you what would you say this is like you're like getting killed in a jaguars jersey at an away stadium it's not your dream but it's that's, like a that's
1: that's destiny
0: Destiny, okay, yeah. I'm
1: like Leonidas in 300. Tonight, we in <laughs> tonight we died in hell. <laughs>
0: oh jeez, Derek, what do you think, what would you think if he actually was murdered and then we had this audio clip? What do we do? I mean, we'd have to cancel the podcast, probably, right?
2: Man, <laughs>
1: <laughs> change the subject. I don't even want to talk about me. Yeah. I just yeah. want to go to the game. Yeah. I'm just hey, have if a you good were going, time. It, it's gonna, going gonna to be a Pittsburgh, breeze. Not- <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, you're going to, you're going to Pittsburgh, not Philadelphia, okay, if you're yeah. going to Philadelphia, then I might believe you, but you're going to Pittsburgh, so I think you should be okay. <laughs> I think you might come back with a with a with a cut lip or two and maybe some bruised knuckles from your own own punches, so
0: Oh my God. All right. Well, I'll kind of get started on this and Derek, just start with you. What would you say are the biggest differences between this game and the last time we played? Because obviously, you know, there's a lot of talk about the five interceptions and the fact that we went to Pittsburgh and and beat them earlier this season and our record, I guess we have the best record since Roethlisberger started there of any team, uh, including the playoffs. So, um, you know, obviously Last game versus this game, it's not the same atmosphere, playoff vibe in Pittsburgh. You got the fans a little bit more riled up. You got all the hype. You got uh, Antonio Bryant. He's, I guess, healthy now. Um, he was healthy the first game, but he's uh, there was rumor, I guess, me he might not be able to play in this game. So, what what are the biggest differences you think between the game? Not just not just in the football aspect, but just the overall vibe and, and hype and everything.
2: So you got you got two different sides. You got the one side who comes from, <laughs> uh, the one side that comes from you know the actual guys that have played the game that know the game you know like Boselli uh, that have said that you know they got um, uh, oh crap. I'm laughing because we just found out that you said Antonio instead <laughs> of Antonio, Bryant, Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the okay. text. Okay, so
0: so anyway, Pittsburgh what do Derek? Acts. What are your thoughts on Antonio Antonio O'Brien? Is that going to be a hard matchup for us or?
2: I don't know. Dez Brown is a good receiver, and uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you think? Do you think Arby's Jones is gonna play a good game against the Steelers?
2: Yeah, Arby's is Arby's is great, and and I've I met the guy now a couple times, so now I feel twice <laughs> as bad by saying that too. Um, but Le'Veon Bell, man, all the all the. Uh, the, 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 football gurus, the guys that know the game said that Le'Veon Bell, they're going to get a heavy dose of it. The Steelers are going to, you know, they should come out and slow the game down, wear the Jags defense out, methodically grind them, you know, and that's, that's the method to beat that defense unless you got a really good, short, quick passing game like Garoppolo and the 49ers, you know, trashed us with. Um, I don't think that's going to happen though. I'm on the other side. I think Roethlisberger is going to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Actually, a lot of bit of a chip on his shoulder. And it's going to be like a, uh, I've been telling people, it's going to be like Rocky IV. Remember the big rushing comes out and starts throwing haymakers and landing them and knocks Rocky down and knocks Rocky. I think that's what it's going to be like. I think that Pittsburgh's going to come out swinging, like swinging hard, throwing deep shots down the field, throwing everything in the kitchen sink, trying to get up on them quickly. Uh now, a grind-out game kind of plays into our favor because that's what kind of team we are. We're not a quick-strike offensive team. We've shown some flashes of that. But, uh, you know, with Bortles' inconsistency, it's been tough to really grasp. So I think Pittsburgh's just – they're, they're, they're going to come out swinging because is going to be mad.
1: Yeah, and I think that um, from what you're saying, coming out swinging, I think we should do the same thing. I literally think that we mm-hmm. should come out – we automatically know that Pittsburgh is going to sell out against the run – Based off what we did, play action pass, chuck it down the field away. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I mean, mm-hmm. literally show them that, you know what, at this point right now, um, we're, we're playing with house money. You know, we don't have anything to lose. We, we're, we're, we're not supposed to be here. Number, We weren't supposed to beat Buffalo, number two. Uh, uh, number two, we, we're not supposed to be playing Pittsburgh. again. they don't even see this as a game that they're supposed to be playing. They're already looking towards New England. Hell no. Literally, play action pass. Down the field, Westbrook on a on a go route, and and let's go. Let them know that we're there. Let them know that we're ready to play, and we have nothing to lose right now.
0: Do you guys think we have any advantage over Roethlisberger with that game earlier this season as far as the mental aspect goes, or do you think that uh, he's no. a pro enough to get past that?
2: No, he's a pro. You don't win two rings, and I don't give a crap if he was a rookie and only ran the ball, the, the first one. Um, you don't win two rings and get scared just like that. No, I expect I expect him to come out slinging it like fire, and it's just a matter of if we're going to be ready to take the take the brunt. Um, Antonio Brown and Ramsey, obviously, is going to be a good matchup. Um, And you know they got Juju Boye, uh, Martez Bryant, and and uh, you know Colvin. Although that that might be you know the other way around for those last two, but it's going to be it's going to be a fun matchup. Nineteen degrees. You're gonna have Brown's calf versus Ramsey's Achilles. Now that apparently is tight, which you know you never like that in cold weather. So uh, they'll both be limping down the field before they
0: end up taking each other out. So (laughs) yeah, you got 36 year old Antonio Bryant out there. (laughs) I I googled him after we looked that up. Apparently, I mean I didn't realize he had such a troubled. uh anyway but um, okay so what about the keys to the game like what do you think and I'll jK3 I'll start with you what do you think are gonna be maybe the the top two things that we'll need to do in order to win the game special teams and field position
1: field position for sure our defense if our defense can keep them on their side of the field, or keep them maybe uh, you know no, nowhere past our 30 40 just out of field goal range where it's got to be a punt I think that'll be a great game for us uh, special teams we definitely need to see some some fireworks whether it be uh, you know a fake, fake punt or something but definitely something solid uh from from mickens uh, something solid from those return guys but most importantly I would say number one key would be uh you know the, the defensive and the, the field field position that we we need to Basically keep them in check. You can only try to contain Le'Veon Bell. Um, you know we gotta force Big Ben into some some passing um, situations, and mm-hmm. that's gonna, that, that's where he's gonna put us into our strength. He's gonna play right into our strength in the passing situations, and literally defense, special teams. Let's get this W. You know I'm sitting here looking. Uh, we're, we're we're recording this uh,
2: episode, getting ready for the game. And I can tell you what fans, um, our partner across the way, JK3, he ain't really smiled one bit they might have to suit him up put him on the sidelines <laughs> okay that's what they need right there mm-hmm. you know that's what that's what's got to happen that serious look and that's what it's going to take to beat pittsburgh because they're going to be ready although they got some players joking around thinking that you know hey we're just going to look past them and get past new england no you're not you're going to take your you know your old steel curtain your old yellow and black you know whatever you want to call it all that history rich tradition you know, and after you get done you're gonna wake up on Monday morning in your in your um in your cold weather bed and you're gonna <laughs> have another butt whooping and you're gonna be like, Who is this team from Jacksonville? And that's gonna be the end of it. Okay, and then we'll move on to the next
0: one, you know, to the next game. So I really take did- that. I really don't understand why in the world would they look past us when we beat them already this year? Like, does that make any sense to you guys? Isn't that weird? It's the total non. Like I said,
1: there's no respect. Team gets no respect at all. Mm -hmm. The the five interceptions that we did was a fluke. Um, But the thing that the thing that really was that the third or fourth game of this year. Um, I thought it was the fifth game. Fifth we game. Three okay. and two. Yeah, it was a three okay. and two after that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you're trying to tell me that in the fifth game of of the year, the number one defense right now was a fluke. They've had an entire year to gel and correct everything and correct all the mistakes. And now they are literally playing one game at a time. They have, no, they have nothing else to play for. They have to play for that game. They Have to play for that sixty minutes. They're not looking forward to anything. I mean, in the even even today, Jalen Ramsey had an interview where one of the reporters asked him, "Well, something about a um, Pittsburgh and a New England matchup." And his question was, "When do they play?" <laughs> like, when when, yeah. when do they play? No, you you, you give this team respect and. You, you put some respect on our name and literally one game at a time. And I think this I, I literally think the underdog factor is what's going to keep them and that grit and that dog that's in them in the defense. And hopefully we can get something out of the running game because uh, I don't know where those guys have been. But, hey, O-line, Fournette, we kind of need you. Um, but, yeah, man, I think it's going to be it's, it's going to be a heavyweight fight, man. It's going to be an awesome, awesome game. Awesome game.
0: I mean, I like the fact that they're being disrespectful because it it just really takes all the pressure off of us, doesn't it? Now they have to back up all the trash talk and the looking ahead that now all the pressure's on them, which is crazy. I mean, you would think it'd be the opposite considering the the, the you know first game this season, but I don't know, it's really dumb. I'm surprised Tomlin hasn't uh come out and tried to, you know, shut those guys up a little bit. Um, okay, well uh any final thoughts? I guess leading into the game Sunday, any final preparations or anything we should be looking forward to or, or news? The Jags are leaving the bank to go up
2: to uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, we're going to go up to their bank PNC and make a withdrawal. Okay, <laughs> and we're going we're going to get a W, and that's going to be the end of it. And and that's all that's all we got to say. They they're looking past us, and they're gonna they're gonna suffer dearly for it, and they're gonna have a whole offseason to think about it. Um and and Bortos, man go get the respect it's there take it take it by the hands man go
1: go get the respect it's right there um what temperature does beer freeze like that that's what I'm really worried about like <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> hey hey hey, hey my beer is hey, going to be <laughs>
2: a rock pile man i know y'all are done for the season but if you're listening to us we need you to reach out
1: to uh JK3 and yeah. tell him what temperature
2: <laughs> beer like, at.
1: Like, do I go beer? or Do I drink hot toddy when it when it when it when it's cold? Like, I just need to know what I need to drink to, to keep myself you know fueled during the game. But while especially while the defense is running crazy, um, I mean, man, it's just going to be an awesome game. I can't wait uh, to see. Like I said, this team we're, we're playing for everything every game. And, and right now, I mean, what better way to go back and get some respect to beat a team that you you handily beat in Week Five that hasn't been giving you any respect. Uh, you know, you got to go out and take it.
0: Last uh, question for you guys: Are we rooting for the Titans against the Patriots? Yes. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Yeah,
2: that would be a, that would be that would be awesome to have that game at home. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell you who's not going to look past the Titans, and that's going to be Tom Brady and the Patriots. Uh, they're going to come out ready to play, and I, I, it makes you wonder what keeps that man hungry to want to keep winning Super Bowls. Uh, He has, like, the the rabbit diet. He only eats, like, vegetables and lettuce with nothing on it. Uh, <laughs> so, 40 <laughs> years old.
0: That's fairly really descriptive of his talk. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's doing something right. I don't know. They're like, I, I, he eats carrots and lettuce. And he's also shooting a, a documentary right now I saw on Twitter. And I'm like, that's going to be the most watched thing because nobody knows anything about Brady except for he's got three kids or whatever, two from Giselle, and he wins Super Bowls. That's all people know. Oh, and he went to
1: Michigan. And, yeah. and, and he wears Uggs. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that whole uh, that whole controversy, and I don't know if it was real or not, but like between him and Belichick and Robert Kraft, that's interesting. And the whole thing about him like saying uh, the rumor is, is that he forced them to trade Garoppolo. Did you read that?
2: Yeah, it's bull.
0: You think so? That's
2: so much bull. Well, the the reason why it's starting up is because Cleveland is saying that they offered a first round pick for Garoppolo and what's his, and Belichick told them no. So that's how this all got started. And I'm saying to people like, Well, he did that to Cleveland, so you know, it you know, obviously there must be some collusion and he was forced to after a while. Why did he only get a second for when he could have gotten a first from a really bad team? Mm hmm. I think it's because didn't the Browns fire Belichick from his first head coaching gig? So it was probably a shot like, hey, I'm not going to leave my buddy hanging in a crap situation. No, forget y'all. Continue to drown for the next 20 years. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because that's been like the longest uh, standing no issue situation ever in the NFL is uh, Belichick and, and Brady. So that'd be crazy if they broke up and... I think the rumor was Belichick might go to the uh, giants or something like that, but it seems like that <laughs> all got worked out. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, okay, well we'll wrap it up there and, uh, hopefully be recording again after a victory against the Steelers, you know, no, uh, jinxing and hopefully, uh, JK three is, uh, alive for the next recording <laughs> and we I, didn't jinx something
1: I, yeah i really feel nervous about that now so uh. <laughs>
0: your, tr- your trips canceled actually. yeah
1: yeah i may actually just have to get called in work or something no i'm just, I'm just joking <laughs> i'm going whatever man hey you, you, can't, you can't fight destiny <laughs> <laughs> that's true
0: all right well we'll wrap it there and we'll talk to you guys next time